Fulkins Brothers Trucking, complete livestock hauling. A load with us is a load off your mind since 1979. Call Trim at 800-831-8553. That's Fulkins Brothers Trucking. Um, call Trim at 800-831-8553. And thank you, fellas, for being part of our show. Hey, Hokies Garage, take two, Tope. Take two. Got Zeb on next. I'm really excited. Zeb had a tremendous year. You know, and uh, I was going to put it down as one of my questions, but I was wondering, I didn't do it, and I'm not going to ask it, but down at Knoxville one year, I handed him a Hokies Garage podcast shirt. Oh, did you? I was just curious if he still has it or if he threw it in the garbage. Oh, <laughs> maybe we should ask. I will see if we get brave enough to ask uh, questions like that. Yeah. Maybe it was a grease rag in the trailer. Hey, who knows? Who are these Hookies Garage guys? <laughs> who are these Yahoos? <laughs> but anyways, he's on our show now. He is. He is. And we're so happy to have him on. Yep. It's, it's just, you know, to think that we can get guys like Kenny Jacobs on that we just had and now Zeb Weiss. Yep. You know, I... I'm just tickled to death that these guys respond to us and to they're talk willing to, to come on. To and two Yadel Hoos out of Lester, Iowa. Absolutely. You know, yeah, looking so. forward to every one of them. Absolutely. But when we come back, Zeb Weiss. Hey, Toe. You know, every once in a while, I want to go to Knoxville or Pella, and I have troubles finding a place to stay. Do you have any good ideas of where a guy could stay? Heck, I'd try the Turn 2 Lodge, bud. The house right north of the track. I think you can probably hear the races. You ain't have to leave till the races start. Walk down. If you're in the area, whatever, visiting anything, I'd check out the Turn 2 Lodge. Find it on the Airbnb. No, just couldn't focus. <laughs> Anyways, we're back at Hoagie's Garage for take two, and we got Zeb Wise on with us. How you doing tonight, Zeb? I'm good. How are you? Can't even be any better than this. We're talking racing, so life is good. <laughs> That's right. And talking with the points champion. Yeah. I mean, geez, we're, we're, uh, our heads are kind of getting big in here right now talking to you. <laughs> well, you told me you talked to Kenny Jacobs before me, so that, uh, that might outdo me a little bit. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie well, to you, that was a lot of fun. The man's got stories. And he, sure. he ended it with a lot, lot of compliments towards you, just so you know that. He's like, I've, <laughs> I've never met him, but he goes, man, can that kid, kid drive. drive. So, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Zeb, tell, just tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, are you single, married? What, what do y'all got going on? Yeah, I got a, a girlfriend, Faith. Uh, she's been with me for, I think we've been together for over two years now. Um, she's on the road with me all the time, pretty much every race. Well, really she works my t-shirt trailer, so she goes to pretty much every race, you know, I go to. So on the road with her, got two dogs. I have a Rottweiler and uh, got a little mini miniature golden doodle. Um, so they they keep us busy. They keep us on our toes. But um, yeah, just uh, pretty much all I do all I do is drive to the racetrack and then race and then get out of the car after done driving and drive some more to the next track. <laughs> <laughs> the life of a racer, right? Yeah, yeah I'm not worse, complaining by any means. There's but, worse things to uh, do in life. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> so. Um, when did you start racing, and, and what have you all raced as you came up through the ranks? Yeah, so I started racing quarter midgets. Um, I started when I was, oh, I think I tested when I was five, raced when I was six, sometime around in there, and then um, did that until I was 12. Then I moved up to the micro stuff and ran uh, micro sprints just around Indiana, a little bit of Oklahoma, just around, around home for two years, I think, and then 
I got hooked up with Klaus uh, Marshall um, and then ran midgets for three years and then uh, went sprint car racing, and that's all I've been doing since. That's that's awesome. So then with the Klaus and Marshall, is that when you were teammates with Courtney, or when was that all about? Because, I mean, they were talking yeah. about that when you guys were battling it out. Yeah, so when I ran for Klaus and Marshall and the midget stuff, I was there for three years, and I was teammates with, you know, some pretty – big names in the sport i was teammates with sunshine and um justin grant chris windham and shane golubic so uh you know ricky stenhouse here and there but yeah it was a that was a pretty cool time for my career being you know being teammates with guys that i looked up to as a kid and yeah that was uh really fun you bet so how does how is that on the track when you're good friends with somebody you're, <laughs> you're battling courtney for the championship and i mean Obviously, you know, you're racing to win the race and everything else, but it, it has to get a little interesting at times when you're such good friends with guys. Do, do you pull the trigger on the slide job or wait till you're guaranteed to clear? <laughs> yeah, I don't. So, like, obviously, I'm, I've known Tyler for a while, and I feel like, you know, we both have a pretty good idea of how we, each other races. Like, we've always raced each other really clean and have had, you know, just even when they're not battles for the lead, I've had battles for, you know, whatever position it may be and always race each other with respect and yeah just to be able to go toe-to-toe with him like that was you know really special for I think me and him he had kind of been through it once before because him and Chris Wyndham were you know really close buddies still Mm -hmm. are and went to battle in the midget championship a couple years ago so I think he had kind of been through it once but that was really my first time number one just being in, in contention for any championship and you know being able to do it with one of your best friends is really cool. Yeah, we have a we have a really good relationship and are really good friends. Um, yeah, and we like to hang out and go golf and do stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, it was really cool, really really fun. I'm glad it came down to um, you know the last race. Obviously, I you know I'd like to roll in there and just have to you know take a qualifying lap and that'd yeah. be my you yeah. know win the championship. But um, to go to Eldora and be that good, you know, on the final race of the year is that uh, it was really fun. So and now you got bragging rights for the off season. That's right. Yeah, I, <laughs> I'll bring it up to him all the time. I'm in a group chat with him, and uh, he renamed the group chat to 2023 All Star Champ and all those losers. So, <laughs> so he he likes to joke about it too. Well, that's what makes it fun. Absolutely. So you brought up golf. Who's Who's the best sprint car driver, golfer that you know? You know, I actually haven't played golf with a lot of drivers. Um, just from, I have not played with Kyle, but just watching him, he looks like a really good golfer. Larson, I mean. Yeah. And um, I've heard Lance DeWeese is a really good golfer. I've not played with him before. Tyler's pretty good. I mean, I, I mean, good for us is, you know, it really doesn't take much. So... <laughs> Um, yeah, my crew chief, Tyler Testmaker, he is, he, he's a really good golfer. Um, the only problem is it's up and down pretty bad for him. So like he'll have one really good round and then the next round will be pretty bad. But when his good rounds are on, it's, uh, it's impressive to watch for sure. Sounds like me minus the really good round. I get a okay round and then a really crappy round. (laughs) Well, that's the thing about Tyler is he, like when he, when he can play good, it's, it's impressive to watch. Yeah. We had Lance DeWeese on, and he he uh, he said that Kyle's never beaten him. Yeah, I think that's how it was. Or maybe once, or <laughs> really, something, and but. maybe he's just bragging. I don't know, but we you know, unfortunately, I would brag about that too. 
Unfortunately, we haven't had a chance to have Kyle on yet. Well, I've uh, tried hard to verify that, but we've tried. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So, um, when and and how did that all get started with you getting to the All Stars? I mean, yeah, really. Um, I just I was racing midgets, and I, my goal was always to race sprint cars and. Um, Sam McGee is actually the reason that I was in the sprint car or got into sprint cars. Um, I I don't really, so actually how it started was I went and tested a sprint car for Boffman Reitzel. Uh, This was the end of 2019, I believe, or middle of 2019. I can't remember. It all runs together at some point. But um, yeah, I went and tested their car and then I ended up running some 360 races for them uh, in 2019 at Knoxville. And I think I ran one in Jackson and, they went okay, nothing special. And then, uh, like, I th- I think Sam said he was at the BC39 in 2019. I ended up winning that night. And I guess Sam uh, told his dad, you know, that's that's the kid we, we should try and get to run our car. And, um, you know, they called up. And obviously, I'm not going to turn down a sprint car deal. And that's, no. you know, that's been my dream. So um, I ran with Sam and Mike at the end of 2019 and then, ran full-time with them 2020 and then uh kind of ran our own family car for a year and a half and then that's when uh kevin redeen called and i ended up getting in the seat of the 26 so that's one of the questions i had actually down the road but i think i'll just ask it now what what has it been like racing for the rudines and then maybe a second part of that what what do the rudines what have the rudines all done for racing i mean it's just kind of phenomenal everything they've done yeah racing for them is is awesome kevin and monica with the they the amount of you know time and and money and effort kevin puts just into the sport in general i mean he's involved in um trophy cup in california he owns skagit speedway he has his own race that he you know moves around with different tracks with the all-stars and um he sponsors the all-stars and obviously he you know runs a car too and um has a midget that he runs you know here and there again and um he's involved in chance crumbs uh sprint car deal as well so i mean the guy just it seems like he never stops and you know like the little stuff uh, that you don't really see all the time he's involved in willie croft's car um like he he just does so much for the sport and trying to better it and you know wants it to grow and um yeah he uh puts up a ton of money at dirt cup at skagit and, you know, I'll just be honest, you know, the car count isn't great because it's kind of in a weird place, right? There's not a lot of cars up there, but um, still puts up a ton of money for us to race for. And that's just, you know, you don't find that every day. And then obviously, you know, getting a race for him is, is awesome. There's not a more down to earth, you know, guy. Uh, usually, you know, a guy at his caliber can kind of, you know, give off the wrong vibe. But Kevin is definitely not at all like that. He, uh, He's definitely not, he doesn't put any pressure on us uh, at all. He really just wants, he wants us to, you know, succeed and have a, you know, a good career. And, um, you know, he wants his guys to be with him for, he would be happy if, you know, our group of guys that we have, I think just five of us would, you know, be there for the rest of our careers. So um, he just wants, you know, us to, you know, live a good life and have fun doing what we're doing and, you know, embrace it and, um, you know, he, he's just a really good dude all around. He, uh, is great for the sport. That's awesome. And we need all them we can get in the sport too. Cause it's, well, right now the sport's thriving. So it's, it's great to have guys like yeah, that. Absolutely. 
So, um, obviously, you know, stating the obvious, you had a huge year for you. Um, running great on some tracks, maybe you struggled in the past, and obviously going on to win the All-Star Championship. That just has to be an amazing feeling for you, doesn't it? Yeah, obviously, uh, when you just, you know, kind of sit back and, you know, look at the wins and, you know, the places that we won at. But um, really the biggest thing was, for me, you know, championship was great. Absolutely. Like, that is awesome. I love that. But the the places that we won at this year and had success at was probably the biggest, you know, leap for me and, and for the team as well, I think. I mean, um, I know like Tyler, that was his first war, my crew chief, Tyler Testmaker, that was his first War of Outlaws win. And that was also mine. And it was only the team's second War of Outlaw win. So, um, and to do it at Port Royal and we won at Eldora and we won at Williams Grove and Sealands Grove, like places that I have watched a lot of features at, and not been a part of and you know let alone to go there and you know compete with you know the greatest there is so um it was a really special year all around and we're not done yet we got some you know big money up on the line and trophy cup and um you know down at charlotte so yeah it was uh it's been a great year so far hopefully we can uh get a few more wins on there as well so uh, you know to just get into a little bit what what has been the change I mean, what are you guys just clicking as a as a team? I mean, what? I mean, if you know you haven't run well at those tracks, what is it that now you are doing it? I mean, have have you as a driver, you know, turned the corner and you know just become that much better, or what? What is it? Do you think, Zip? Yeah, I think honestly, there's probably three things that come straight to my mind that have changed. Number one, I feel like you know I've made strides as a driver at some of those places. Um, still plenty of learning and, you know, things I would do differently, you know, when we go back, but just watching a lot of videos of, you know, successful drivers at the places we go to and just trying to get better at those places, um, has been a big goal of mine, just the half miles in general, cause I've always struggled with them. And then the second thing, um, I think is just the team, you know, gelling all together. I mean, me, uh, Tyler, Derek, Brandon, Balin, all of us, you know, have a really good relationship and, um, I feel like all of us actually enjoy being at the track together and, um, you know, do stuff outside of racing, you know, whether it's play video games or go golf or do something. Um, and we actually want to be together and, uh, enjoy it. And, you know, that makes a lot of other stuff come easy. Uh, you know, whether it's Tyler, like I, when I come in and get in the car, I know, you know, what the car is going to be like. We have a good baseline and he knows, before I even get out of the car after let's say hot laps or qualifying, what I'm going to say, he, he knows what the car needs. And I, you know, I say our best nights, honestly, me and Tyler don't talk that much because, you know, he knows what I want and I know that the car is probably going to be pretty good. So I go and watch the races. He does his thing. I come back and we could just go do what we do. And that makes life a lot easier. And then the third thing I think was bringing in, you know, these Ford engines, they really boosted our half mile performances. And I really don't think they changed much, let's say from a heat race on, but like the early in the night, the qualifying, if you can't qualify half miles, you're really going to struggle to get up to the front. And, you know, those Fords, I feel like qualify really well and put us in a good spot. They qualify us into a dash. You know what I mean? And yep. if you can get in the dash, the rest of the night's easy as long as you, you know, yeah. you can draw yeah. a good pill. So yeah. you, you really um, need to, you know, 
95% of the time you need to be in the dash to stand a chance to win. Absolutely. With how the competition is anymore, yeah. I mean, there's just, there's no room for mistakes. And if you can get into the dash, you know, you're, you're ahead of a lot of guys. So yeah, the, the, yeah just uh, those three things I think have really played a big role in, you know, not just the half mile stuff, but you know, everything else. Yeah. Those, those charges from deep in the field are tough to do anymore because the competition is so stiff through the whole field, you know? Yeah, it's, it's, absolutely. It's getting to be, well, it makes it a lot of fun for guys like us because we get to sit and watch, but yeah. I'm, I'm just reading through all the questions because you answered like half of them there. <laughs> the last Sorry about that. <laughs> no, oh, that's perfect. That's perfect. Like that's we, what like we, we always want, say. Nobody but... wants to listen to me and Bud. <laughs> uh, what um, you know, you you brought up the world of outlaw win. Um, you know how how many races was it? You know, I think I think I heard you in the post race interview with Chase. Uh, you know, said this is your first top five too. And you're like, gee, thanks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, exactly. Yeah. But you know, you haven't even had a top five, but that, I think that just shows, you know, what's going on with your team. But what, I mean, what, what did that world of outlaws mean to you also? Yeah, it was really cool. Um, if you would have told me my first outlaw win would have come at Port Royal, I would have told you you were lying, but um, yeah, it was just a really cool night. Obviously, you know, we got, I always knew if we could just get timed in good that I felt like we would have been just fine and could compete with those guys and got timed in good heat race really well, won our heat race and then drew the pole for the dash. And, um, I think we ended up winning the dash and then, you know, started second in the, or started on the pole of the future, sorry, and got to second early. Um, I got the first lap, honestly, first corner and, Lance was leading, and I knew, you know what Lance is going to do at Port. He's not going to go pound the wall in one no. and two. And I was really just really just trying to keep pace with him because I knew if I could stay close and maybe if we got to traffic that I would have a chance. And, um, yeah, he was just running high enough and into one that it was, you know, he was doing what he always does is just breaking the air off enough into one where it was really hard for a guy to get a runner up there. And I had showed my nose once to him in three and four, and he kind of held me down far enough where I couldn't get underneath him. And then after that, he had actually moved down to one and two, just enough where I could sneak sneak around him. And um, once I got to the lead, I felt really comfortable. I kind of felt like the race was, you know, in our hands at that point. And, um, yeah, just kind of paced around. I'd never, I've never, ever really ran the bottom at Port Royal. So uh, I... Like I told Tyler after the race, because he's like, yeah, I saw you missed it a couple times, and then you slowed down and hit it. I'm like, dude, I don't think I've ever ran the bottom here. Like, I'm, <laughs> honestly, I think I'm always up on the fence, so I didn't really know what to do when I went down there. Um, but, yeah, our car was so good. I mean, I, I could go almost anywhere I wanted, and that's a really comfortable feeling at a place like that when you're not dependent on the wall. Um, so, yeah, it was just a really, really cool night. I had no idea that that was Tyler's first outlaw win until we were uh, riding riding home that night. He's like, oh, yeah, that was my first outlaw win, too. And I'm like, no kidding. I had no idea. Um, but, yeah, it was just a, it was a really cool night for everyone. Kevin was pretty pretty happy with that because I don't think he had won an outlaw race since 2011. So oh. been a long time coming for him, too. Probably felt like his first. Yeah. <laughs> I just about forgot the first one. Yeah. Yeah. The- the other thing I noticed about your team is in the features, you're always going forward. It doesn't matter, you know, for the most part where you start, but it seems like you're, you know, if you're not the hard charger, you're always, you know, getting extra spots. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, it, it's always easy to say, right? Like, if you can, if you're moving forward, you're doing something right. So, yep. um, and the yeah, the features. I feel like our cars is always really good. You know, some nights it might take us a little longer to get there, but usually by the end of the night we have a you know a pretty good pace, and I feel like we're we're on track pretty good. And you know, like like last night um, at Putnamville, we. You know, we we got behind the eight ball early, didn't get hot laps, and then qualifying lap wasn't that great. And we went we went forward in the heat race and went forward in the feature. So I feel like we're just uh, you know that consist consistency of being able to you know pass race cars and you know at least put ourselves in you know good positions. But they might not be great, but at least you know we can make up some spots and you know get inside the top ten, top five. Is uh, you know you turn those your bad nights become you know eighths instead of 12th or 15th so that's you know that's half the battle being captain obvious here consistency is what wins your championships yeah i mean exactly and that was win half the races but if you finish in 20th the other half you ain't winning a championship so yeah and that's one thing that like really changed i would say well not really changed but just got more consistent at the end of the year was um the top tens and top five started coming you know Honestly, if we didn't run in the top five, we all had our heads down. I mean, it, when your when your bad nights are outside the top five, you know that's that's a good thing. Yeah, honestly, you got the bar and, set pretty high. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, you already talked about what you kind of were doing the rest of this scene with the Gold Cup and and out in North Carolina and what. So, what what do we got for next year? Have we have we settled them plans already, or is that for later on? Well, I'm sure you guys hear the rumors just like I do um, with what's going on at the High Limit Series and the All-Stars and all that. So I don't know, honestly, what our plans are for next year. I think that's pretty dependent, obviously, on what exactly happens between, you know, those two series. But um, I'm sure we'll still hit, I think we're at 74 races right now. So we'll be, you know, well over 80, probably pushing 90 by the end of the year. So, um I'm sure we'll still be in that 90 race range. Uh, sure. I just don't know with what series yet. So um, we'll see. We'll see what happens. So I have to ask, but um, you have any idea how many of these interviews you've had to do since you became a champion? Oh, gosh. No, I don't. Um, more than, more than think... us, I'm guessing. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I just uh, – I, I like doing podcasts. I enjoy it. I like, you know – some some like to ask you know kind of oddball questions and um i enjoy that part of it too and i know you guys ask oddball questions so i'm looking forward to that part but um yeah it's always fun to do some podcasts that's good that's good um before we get to those questions what uh you know we always like to give everybody a chance to name all the sponsors how well do you have that memorized by now uh, well, at this point, uh, pretty good. And that's actually a good sign because that means you're doing interviews, that which is usually a good thing. Yep. Uh, yeah, uh, obviously, Kevin and Monica Redeen, uh, the Race Redeen Foundation, Sun Dollar Restoration, uh, Junior um, is a big part of our program as well. Uh, Redeen Management, Hager Realty, uh, Jason D. Trailer Sales. Yeah, everyone that's a part of Ford Performance, um, Maxim Chassis, just everyone, FK. FK Shocks, FK Rodins. Um, yeah, there's a there's a big list of people that put a lot of money and time and effort into it. And it's, uh, you know, it's always special when you can get them on the top step. Yeah, that it is. That's, that's awesome. So, now we'll get to them funner questions. So There we go. What's, what's your favorite flavor of ice cream? 
I'd have to say moose tracks. I feel like it's pretty hard to go wrong with moose, moose tracks. tracks. That might be a new one. So again. explain moose tracks to us, little Iowa Weegeons well, here. Oh, you don't well, know. Well, I can't. I, I honestly feel like it's similar to like cookie dough, chocolate chip cookie dough, something like that. It's like peanut butter and chocolate. Um, but yeah, it's it's really good. It's, it's really good with moose tracks in it, bud. Exactly. That's it. <laughs> Talking moose turds or what are you talking? Oh, no, tracks, tracks, buddy. What tracks? What tracks. Uh, cat or a dog person? Which we already discussed that. Uh, yeah, dogs. Yep, dogs yep. for sure. Actually, I can't even. I honestly, I can't even say cats because I'm very highly allergic to cats, so I oh, can't do that one. Don't want them around. No. Nope. <clears throat> uh, and we talked a little bit about golf, but do you have any uh, other hobbies other than racing? Oh, I play a little bit of video games. Um, What's your go-to? Much. Video games? Yeah. Oh, I like, well, I mean, I think everyone's waiting for this, but GTA 6, always looking forward to that. Um, but I played a little bit of Red Dead Redemption 2. Uh, I play a little bit of Madden, not much. And then Call of Duty is probably the one I play the most. You're talking to two guys that don't touch it. <laughs> oh, there you go. I'd have to That's ask my kid about it. I'm a full-time PE teacher, and I don't want kids to be playing their uh, video games. So Yeah, that's probably true. I don't blame <laughs> Before summer, I always give my spiel about get outside, do stuff, be active, stay <laughs> off the computers. But You know, we always nice. ask you, any hobbies outside of racing, but we can't hardly, with Zeb and a lot of the guys we talk to, racing's their life it ain't really a hobby yeah it's their job yeah, you could it, say so honestly i haven't raced this much in my entire career as much as i did this year and i watched you know some of the stuff some of my hobbies that i used to do kind of disappear just because you know you're on the road so much yeah. and, um you know those weeks where you might have been at home you know have a weekend off you know th those weeks are now spent in a hotel in pa or you know uh, over in you know illinois or just yeah. somewhere different you know yeah. Somewhere in the United States, other than him. Somewhere. Home. That's right. Um, how about a favorite movie? Step Brothers. There you go. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, that, that's always been my favorite. That hasn't changed in a while. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you prefer snow or rain? Snow. No question about it. I love, I love snowmobiling. That's probably another hobby I could have said. There you go. Um, I love snowmobiling. Always love doing it. So, yeah, snow for sure. What brand you ride? Um, well, uh, my growing up, all I rode was Articats. Okay. See, we rode Polaris. <laughs> yeah, I, I've always liked Polaris. I think they look nice, but I've, I've just always rode Articats. You know, I don't think there's anything wrong with anything, but no. just whatever, no. you want to, whatever you can buy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, if you were going to be stranded on an island, um, what album or what type of music would you have to take along to listen to? Ooh, that's a tough one. Probably, oh, probably like 80s or 90s country. Oh, oh we're I thought for that. sure you were going to say 80s, 90s rock. But don't like oh, Really? I'm not or, a I mean, or guy. that. I mean, I honestly, I like 80s, 90s rock too, but I would, I'd probably have to go the country route. So like uh, Nitty Gritty Dirt Band? Yeah, you and yep. me going fishing in the dark. See, I yep. I like Alabama. that song a lot. But I just listened to that song today, so that's weird that you said that. Yeah. <laughs> I play it every day for my PE kids. So <laughs> that's great. Uh, do oh, you, go ahead. Your turn. Is it my? Yeah, uh, it's your turn. Do you have a favorite place to go out to eat? 
Oh, are we? I mean, in general, probably like Texas Roadhouse would probably okay. be the best place. Just I feel like it kind of has everything. You can kind of get a mix of about whatever you want. Yep. I just need the buns. I say that every time. But <laughs> yeah, I just need the buns. Me too. Order the meal, eat the buns, take the steak home, is, eat it later. Yep, is there a little right. mom and pop shop that you've hit out on the road? Is there is there something or is that there one at home? Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, there's somewhere. Well, I I don't know if this is considered mom and pop, but like the Rib Shack at Knoxville, absolutely oh. love Rib Shack. Um, yep. Yeah, I love that place. I yeah, Rib Shack time. is really good. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I mean, obviously, Eldora concessions are always good. That's not at all mom and pop, but it's <laughs> one of the first things that came to my head. Uh, <clears throat> How about a favorite holidays up? Oh, that? Hmm. I don't know about that one. I don't really know that I have a favorite. Probably, probably Christmas. I mean, I feel like that's just, that's kind of, uh, I would say that's probably a lot of people's favorite. But, yeah, I like snow, so I like mm-hmm. that time of year. Yeah. What? app on your phone do you use the most uh probably well i got i got probably two that are honestly probably tied um either twitter or x or whatever it's called and uh auto trader i look at cars all day long i love it that could be good for a little bit later on here that was a different one yeah 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 that'll be a good one for later and further in the questions Um, okay Kenny, uh, Kenny J, or yeah, his wife had to answer for him. <laughs> race See, pass, uh, race pass. You're on there all the time. <laughs> um, how many speeding tickets have you gotten so far in your life, Zeb? One. one. Oh, one. that's good. No, that's not true. Two. Sorry, I forgot one. <laughs> Two. Well, um, what what's the fastest you've ever driven on the highway and not gotten caught though, or with somebody? Oh, I haven't really gone that fast, honestly. Probably, probably a hundred at most. Well, that's reasonably yeah, that's, safe. Yeah, I mean, that's still illegal, but I mean it. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, it wasn't wasn't anything crazy. It's, it's nowhere near our record. No, let's no, put it that way. No crotch rockets See, or anything like no, that. No, no. I I like like the, as far as like street cars go, like. People always talk about like, do you drive fast? Do you do? That? I really don't drive that fast, but I accelerate really quick, and yeah. I don't really know why, but that's just <laughs> something I've always done. That's, that's my brother Dean. Going. My brother Dean. He, you know, you're following him to go wherever, and you're in the city, and the, it's green light, and before you know it, he's at the next light, and I'm still sitting there. I, I'm like, Dean, what's what's the rush, man? Get it's on the highway, race. he takes off like that, and he goes 50. Oh. Oh. So, um, what's your favorite thing to drink, Zeb? Oh, probably just Coke. I like, or Cherry Coke. Okay. Actually, it would probably be better. Yeah, that Cherry works. Coke. You bet. So, this is where that question maybe from earlier was, because this is our last one. But if money okay. was no object, Zeb, absolutely no object, is there a, a car or anything that you always wish that you had? Yeah. Um, I'm very specific with it, but I'll just give, like, the generic answer. You can be specific. Uh, Z- we like specific. <laughs> well, let's just say it would be, a like, a 2019 Z06 Corvette. Okay. What Where color? It's always been black. A black, it would have to be black, uh, exterior, red interior, manual, um... 3LZ with the Z07 package, and then we'd be good. That's and all I need. I guarantee you, if Zeb had that, 
number one, 100 miles an hour would not be the fastest he's ever gone. <laughs> no, and no, number two, he would have more than two tickets. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, you're probably right. You're probably right. <laughs> oh, well, Zeb, you know, the as big as name as you've uh, gotten here, we really appreciate you coming on our little show that we have. Um, and you know, the Falcons, uh, Buck and uh, Gord both wanted me to congratulate you um, on a great year, and you know, they wish you the best. And again, just thanks for coming on our show. We really appreciate it. Yeah, that's, appreciate that's you guys John having Steve me. Tell if him you I don't know the nicknames around here. Yeah, yeah. Tell <laughs> him I said hello. By the way, we will. You bet. All right. Thanks a lot. Thank you guys. Appreciate it. Hey, Bud, when I talk about wrapping something, what do you think of? Uh, Christmas presents. Well, that's true, but that's not what I'm talking about here. See, every day you go to Octane Inc., it does kind of feel like Christmas. It's not the same kind of wrapping, but man, it's like getting a present every time you go there. These guys wrap everything. Snowmobiles, UTVs, golf carts, race cars, trailers. To be honest, if it moves, they can probably wrap it. You know what? It doesn't even have to move till they wrap my ping pong table into the Iowa Hawkeye football field, and it looks amazing. That is true. I guess they also do hoodies, t-shirts, and hats, and other accessories. Bud, what the heck are you doing now? Well, you never know. Maybe Brett wants to pick up some other kind of wrapping. I don't think that's going to happen, but if you want to give him a call in T South Dakota, it's Octane Inc. 605-213-8343. Again, that's 605-213-8343. All right. Well, you chickened out. Yeah, I did ask. I wasn't going to ask. Maybe he'll listen to the podcast yet. <laughs> He'd be maybe, like, maybe he'll comment back to you or something. Yeah, yeah, no. That or was... he'll say, I have no idea what you're even talking about. <laughs> Oh, he did so good. He's very, uh, you uh, know, easy to listen to. Yeah, it talks well. You know, just, yeah, God dang. He just the, comes so far. Yeah. You know, you think about where he and was just, in 2019, you know, nothing. And now, yep. you know, he's a champion. Yeah. You know, yep. that's not that many years. No, no, no. And Heck, how many said, years did we play softball? Well, a lot more than five or four <laughs> to get to be a champion. I mean. <laughs> we never, ever made it through the. Well, I never made it to the bigs. You guys went to nationals once after I was old and re- retired. Yeah. Frick. But I still miss the days when I'd give up a home run. and I could say, hey, do you want me to go get that one so you can let him hit another one? <laughs> Who would say that? Yeah. Couldn't have been me. But. I'm not that much of a smart aleck. <laughs> Anyhow, Zeb. But we had a blast, but Zeb did a great job. Zeb, Zeb was, was a lot so of fun. Awesome. Best of luck next year and the rest of this year to him. Yeah, absolutely. Heading out to probably California and then to North Carolina, I yep. think he said. Going to so. put a few miles on then. Yep, so. that, that, they're used to it. Yeah, so. that's what they do. So, yep. anyways, absolutely. we'll be Good back luck, for Zeb. round three. <laughs>